Hello, folks, and welcome to the Knickknack Podcast. Uh, not sure what episode this is, but uh, we are continuing here. And I have a rant about uh, public uh, discourse, I suppose, at the city council meetings in Chico. And I don't know where exactly I'm going to go with this rant, other than to try and express myself here. So, uh, grab your favorite beverage, grab your favorite tobacco product, if you so indulge, and we'll get started. The city of Chico is in a federally recognized disaster zone. Um, After the campfire, uh, the town of Paradise burned uh, pretty much completely down. Um, A lot of the other neighboring communities in the hills uh, were completely destroyed, and there's a lot of displaced people, and there's a lot of pressure on the city of Chico. Um, This has definitely showed up in the city council meetings over the last few months that I've been attending them. Um, They're tense, they're contentious, um, it's just, it's not a welcoming or comfortable environment to be in. And it's really unfortunate to see the city divided into um, sections. Um, You know, one section kind of being you know, we support the people that have been displaced, the people that were already homeless, the people that were already transients in our community, and then the people that have been added to that group. And then the other uh, portion of the aisle is essentially saying, you know, public safety, we don't want uh, the nuisance of homeless people on our streets. We want... Um, I don't know. I don't know what they want. I They seem to want homeless people to just go away and the problem to not be visible. But it's a... See, the from where I sit, we basically have a failing of capitalism. We have a system in place that fails to meet the needs of everybody. And it fails to meet the needs of some more extremely than it fails to meet the needs of others. Um, and that is very visible in the homeless population. That you can, you can see on the streets the people whose needs aren't being met. And there are a lot of people that see those people on the streets and freak out and say, Oh, we don't want that. It's unsightly. It's our small community. How dare these people show up? Let's get them out of here. Any way, shape, or form we can do it, let's get them out of here. Um, And that seems to be their argument. That seems to be their push. That seems to be their drive. And I, I can't tell you how appalled I am at that attitude because it fails to recognize that we're all human. And yes, for some of us, capitalism works rather well. 
and then for others it doesn't and i i think trying to remove the eyesore is not the way to go about the problem trying to legislate away homelessness or to feed people that are homeless into the prison industrial complex is just it's appalling it's absurd it's not right and it shouldn't be done and it shouldn't you know it, it seems inconsistent with what little values we have left as a fucking civilized country so to speak um and i don't think we are a civilized country anymore i think all you have to do is look at the fucking president and it's clear that we aren't a civilized nation and you know you go back to slavery and you go back to a lot of our history and i you know maybe we never were a civilized country maybe the idea of civilization is just bullshit on the face of it but the way the right is treating the homeless in this city is appalling to me and abhorrent and all sorts of other words. Um, and the way the police um, attack citizens is unacceptable. And, you know, the way they don't enforce the spirit of equal rights for everyone, the way they summarily execute people is not okay. Um, and this is becoming cultural norm, not just in Chico, but across the country in general. And I don't know what to do to stand up and oppose it. Um, I don't know where to stand up and oppose it. Um, they just had a rather lengthy discussion at City Council about public decorum and all this other stuff, and moving public comment to the beginning of the meeting versus the end, and all this other stuff, and... You know, I I want to give credit to Mayor Stone um, for emphasizing the importance of free speech. Um, because if, you know, if there's any theoretical value to the civilization that we live in, it is that we have free speech. Like, that's the last little bit of anti-fascism that we have in our society um, and it seems like the fascist nature of everything from the top down right now is just so strong and I don't know I don't know how we can move past it or if we can move past it I you know I see the divide in the council chamber and I think it represents the divide in our nation, uh, a divide between people that, you know, don't care about the less fortunate and the people that do care about the less fortunate, the people that do want to protect their fellow human beings, and I don't, I don't know how we can get past it, it's just, and it's messy to watch, it's uncomfortable to be there, um, it's funny, I went into the city council meeting a little impatient, a little jittery today, um, just because that was the mood I was in, and there was, um, a 
five-minute presentation, more or less, on transportation, streets, or some such. Um, something that I should have cared about that I didn't care about. Um, and, you know, I just got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm, my, my eyes are glassing over, I can't do this tonight. Um, you know, and my failing is, in my job as a journalist that, um, you know, does... Uh, local politics in that regard, yes, indeed, I am. Um, so I'll take full ownership and responsibility for that one. But um, I just couldn't do it tonight. So I I meet with a friend. We have a brief conversation. We see a rainbow, and it was just kind of like, oh, there's a little hope in the world. There's a rainbow. Um, you know, I don't want to belittle that, but. There was a nice moment where there was a rainbow and I had a conversation with a friend. Um, and that was good and that was important. Um, and then I go and I take the bus home and I, you know, just kind of say, okay, I'm going to start a flight because I haven't done much flying this week. I'm struggling to try and find the balance between work and, and simulation life and all that. And that's a mess. But... Um, so I'm trying to figure out that balance uh, as well. And then I go to uh, rejoin the city council on the live stream. And the first thing I see is uh, there's been um, an official notice of recall for Mayor Stone and Councillor Carl Ori. Um, full disclosure, I personally know Councillor Carl Ori and respect him. Um... I don't always agree with his policy decisions, but I think he's a good person and he represents the city well and, you know, doesn't deserve that sort of, um, I don't, doesn't deserve to be recalled, I don't think, um, nor does the mayor, I don't think, um, and this is not a liberal conservative thing, I think it's a, for me, it's a, uh, it's a respect for the process thing, because I think with all the people from Paradise um, make, marking a 20% increase in the population of Chico, there is going to be a political shift. I think the next election we have, we're going to have a conservative majority. Um, that scares the living shit out of me, but I think those are the facts. Um... But I think, I think that should be bore out in the next election. I don't think it should be forced. Um, and of course, with the population increase and the way these things work, um, the chances of the recalls being successful is actually pretty good. So that, politically, that scares me. But there's also this element of, you know, just because... I don't know. This gets me into a sticky spot because would I like some government official to forcibly remove Trump? Absolutely. Um, I think that is about more than politics. I think that's about fascism and Nazism that he supports. Um, I... So there's that. Um, I think 
you know, the fact that the mayor, um, went through a process to, um, go against AB 430 and ultimately the city council as a, as a group voted to, uh, oppose AB 430 and, um, requested that she go be removed from the coverage zone of AB 430, I think I can see why people would be mad about that. I can, I can understand that people that want housing and they want housing now and they need housing now, um, you know, could see that opportunity of bypassing the environmental regulations and go, yes, we want that, we want that now. I can understand why a portion of the population wants that. Um, but I think that having an elected official go against one thing um, does not necessarily merit a recall. Um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm all upset. I'm really, really upset. Um, and here's the irony. The real strong irony. Um, I look at the nation as a whole and I say it's a clusterfuck and it's been a historical clusterfuck for a long time. Um, but I thought going into this, I thought covering local politics would be less contentious. I thought it would be less of an issue. I thought it would, I would be less prone to rant and go off topic and do all the sorts of stuff that I do. Um, I was wrong. And apparently there is some, um, through the vagaries of the big idea being a coalition between myself personally and a non-profit, um, there are some rules and regulations that I have to follow that I have to be very careful about. Um, but of course on here, I can say whatever the fuck I want, which is nice. Um, so I, I don't know, I, Chico's a mess. Chico's an absolute mess. And part of it's the disaster and the aftermath thereof, and part of it's just the politics of it. The group of people that doesn't want to accept that we are a city and we come with large city problems and there's a group of the population that capitalism doesn't work for and we need to uh, take care of that population. There's just a segment of the population that fundamentally disagrees with that notion. Um, and they... They disagree very strongly. Um... And I think, um, it's funny, one of the counselors essentially ran on the idea of public safety and, uh, the idea of, um, not wanting, wanting to make the homeless problem go away, wanting to, you know, just make, make this segment of the population go away. Um, and they did it with ice cream of all fucking things. Um, and I have, I carry, <clears throat> I carry a deep grudge on that one. Um, this is a politician that, you know, has, has voted generally favorably on housing issues, and housing issues are 
a large percentage of what I care about right now politically. Um, but what their campaign that they ran on is just so vile and disgusting to me. And, you know, here I am in a position where I may have to lobby them as part of my job. Um, and I don't know how the fuck, how the fuck to do that. Um, you know, how do you negotiate with a fascist? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Um, so yeah, the, the city council had this whole public discussion about decorum and what you can say at the dais and what you can say at the podium and what you can't. And, you know, what it boils down to is, um, because, I, I think, I think the only reason they can censor free speech in any way is because the broadcast, the city council meetings are broadcast on FCC channels. Um, and the FCC, fuck the FCC, uh, has decency requirements where you can't say fuck shit, piss, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits, in other words. Um, and so because of that, you can't, there, you can't basically swear at at the podium when you're giving your speech to the to the council. Um, but other than that, legally, there's no restrictions they can put on free speech. And, um, you know, I, I respect the hell, the hell out of my activist colleagues that go up and, you know, call the police chief out and, um, you know, call out the the things that are not right, that are vehemently not right, uh, that go on in the city. Um, and I, I just, I, I don't know, to hear the council idly discussing censorship and to have the city attorney continually breaking in and going, no, you can't do that, no, you can't do that, it's just like, oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Um, so obviously, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to think about what I do here. Um, because there's something about city council meetings that are just so triggering. Um, and it's for all the reasons that I've discussed and brought up in this little rant. Um... And, you know, I don't know how I channel that and present that and spin that in a way that is acceptable over FCC-governed channels. I, you know, tomorrow I'm going to, I think my my approach is going to be, okay, we're going to talk about inclusionary housing, let's talk about inclusionary housing and try and exclude the rest of it. But... From a journalistic perspective, if you exclude the rest of it, you're not actually doing journalism. That's the problem. Um, so I don't know how I'm going to spin it tomorrow. I, 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 I'm going to have to like stare at the show sheet and go, ah, what do I do? Um, because these issues need to be talked about. And again, I think... I think what this all boils down to is hate. Hate of 
the homeless population, the hate of the less fortunate, um, the desire to sweep the streets clean of anything that's um, unsightly. Um, that's what it boils down to, and you just can't, you can't do that. Not from a human rights perspective, you shouldn't be able to do that. And yet we have sit lie ordinances. Yet we have um, camping ordinances and. You know, Chico isn't the only city to do this. Um, as my colleague pointed out, uh, a lot of these sit-lie ordinances, or the sit-lie ordinance in particular, was modeled after Seattle, of all places. Um, and, you know, I've been homeless in Seattle, and um, granted that was, oh, going on ten years ago. Um, but... I don't know. I, I haven't been part of the Seattle scene in a long time, but it seemed seemed like Seattle seems like Seattle accepts the fact that they are a city and there's going to be a homeless population. It seems that Chico says we're not a city. We shouldn't have a homeless population. That's what it seems like to me, and it's just like. Wake up to fucking reality. Capitalism has a large portion of it where it just fails people. And until you fix that failure, you're going to have people that are visibly failing the system and that are going to be eyesores to NIMBYs. And, you know, I I almost want to say... I almost want to go out and organize a bunch of homeless people and say, you know, here are signs that say we are here and we matter. Um, you know, I don't know that that would do anything. I really don't, after all my years of, you know, lazivism, um, and portions of my life that have been activists of going to Occupy and all that sort of stuff, um... You know, I don't know that protesting actually does anything, but dear God, it's just a mess. And uh, I don't know. I don't like living in the city. I really don't. From so many perspectives, I just don't like living here. And I don't like feeling like I'm... I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. I don't know what to say. I'm, my thoughts are so unorganized and so so all over the place, and I'm just so mad. Um, but I will say this: I am glad that people listen to this. I am hopeful that some people hear this that need to hear this. I'm hoping that somebody hears this and supports this. Um, down with fascism, down with NIMBYs, down with people that don't want to take care of the needy. How about that? Till next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy landings. Bye.